0: Now from an undisclosed
1: location, you are now tuned in to the Xander Effect Th- Th- with host Xander Dane.
2: It's just a wonderful day the first of the And now smoking, joking, rolling buzzing. on again. Dumb, we get to the front. It's on we ride. like yeah. to wear not the I give up my partner, they give me some day, so. Oh, double up to the sweaty We got to dig it, money, we green. Leave. Give it up for the first to show, but lay Cause the pop-up will not stay. Yeah, yo, keep your bank grow. Yeah, we're having a celebration. Better stay high. You can never leave, but it's time to grind. I'm down for mine. After feel the grief to the back, 'cause mom's got a grub on the grill. But if we got to go, oh, you know the dough, you i was the first of the one that might choose. We ducks for real.
1: She said, I'm run and go my spans. Watch, make sure
3: no more my And then put it up in the mid pocket. So, we it
1: about 10 up one I it into the clip. Ready to get him up with a man, I gotta get there. Play Much to offer when my beeps on 93. I'll the god for some dollars. So, get Oh, most all of my cuts just got the same And we don't know it I love the smoke Tell the never We know what the cuts the they get in the same Running through the alley, getting in the alley the second the sundown? No front row January, on 9th, December, i the first of the month. Wake up, wake wake wake
3: up, up,
2: Gotta grind, gotta get money I claim and I swing on the devil now. I ain't gotta find them dudes. When they gotta yeah. put it the tub, get put, they get a tug in love. What's up? Come and thug in my corner. Baby, a donut. St. Clair thugs don't like that. And selling them dumbbells. Making them money. Come back. All of them niggas still crack. From the first to the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Throw them up with the G. But I gotta save, Gotta come up. Put it all in the club. Wanna get blown in the corner store. Grab a couple of loads. Gotta roll to the bag. Count on my property. And add to the stash. Gotta watch my back, see player. Baby, you play a out to do rob me. Fools. But never no Shows no losses. Don't are keeping these bubbles up off me. See, cut us yeah. up a whole bar. Spin a couple of beer. Thugs. Burn a lot of green on the wake fire underway, Wake up, wake it's way faster Wake up, get up, get up Get up, get up, Wake
4: up, wake up, wake up Wake wake up, wake up Get up, get on. up,
3: get up Waking up, feeling buzz up early in the morning like I, take a fifth
5: to the
6: dome. That's I got to take a fist to the dime. I got to kick my truck. Some us Getting me hustle on. I'm on the phone. Calling up crazy phone. I wanna know did your OG check come? Shit, put me down. I'm on the bus with business. You must get drunk. And I'm coming with a bunch of that fuck from up. Here I come.
7: T, put me down. down. Oh, God, how I love when it first come around? Now I'm a freaking bit black as mine. Celebrate rushing to the fly,
6: cause I wanna get faded Looking on am cause I'm needing me head-braided We heavy up into this game, jump to the
3: first Just call me that post line. the records from the east to the west Cause I'm that money all across the world Man, I ain't gon' want
6: clear truth And I know the record late tonight But I gotta make a lift, so I ask the Lord to keep my homeboy's eye. We be coming up on ears, all about making my Wanna first, get it but don't flip Getting life with the bump, that's the hustlers And the graveyard ship on the first Wake up, wake up, wake up, it's Wake up, it's wake up,
8: That was bone th- and Harmony, first of the month, right here on The Xander Effect. And welcome, everyone. Uh, happy Friday. Welcome to The Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames, along with my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Miller. Jeremy, how you doing?
0: Is it is it Friday? Every day feels the same
8: now. No kidding, man. We've lost track of time. <laughs> it's, it's, like we're, it's like we're in solitary confinement with no freaking windows or nothing. We're like, what day is it today?
0: We're, we're in the Vegas casino. No windows. <laughs> <laughs> oxygen being pumped in, no clocks. Except you no know, alcohol. N- you know, like, well, at least well, for me, you. that's no difference. Well, yeah,
8: for you, for me, for me, it's a little here and there, so it's not that bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, and uh, you know, we, we would usually have our, our co-hostess with the mostest, Miss Lonnie Rivera on here, but uh, uh, she had some things that she had to take care of, so uh, she couldn't be here today, but uh, we'll definitely uh, look forward to having her uh, on our 100th episode. Can you believe our 100th episode is coming up already? We're at 99 right now. Time flies, baby. Tell me about it, man. And it's coming up soon, so uh, hopefully we'll have something really special for all of you to listen in on for our 100th episode, but we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, We got a lot of things to talk about today, including in entertainment news. Uh, uh, Seems like uh, there's a little bit of uh, backlash coming after uh, Warner Brothers announced that the majority of their hit movies for 2021 will be not only hitting theaters simultaneously, but also will be going directly to HBO Max. So we'll talk a little bit about the reaction from that announcement from uh, many execs and uh, theater owners. Uh, in sports, Anthony Davis is staying with the Lakers. So we'll go ahead and talk about for how much and for how long in sports. And uh, in uh, in video game news, uh, there's a new uh, Mandalorian Florian character that you could actually get uh, In Fortnite so I'll explain to you how you can get that character uh, You know in, in Fortnite you know with that plus We have a special guest uh, You know musical Artist and uh, fashion Designer Nikki Lund Will be on the show we will also be featuring Her hit single You and I uh, On the show so uh, definitely uh, uh, You know love to have her on the Show today uh, but Jeremy You said that uh, before we started the show, you actually said that you had a little bit of uh, offlandish crazy news, you know, our obscure news reporter over
0: here. What'd you got for us? Uh, Yeah, this is an interesting, folks. Uh, This is an interesting one coming from the food world. Uh, Yeah. Your forte. Well, well, let's see if you still feel that way. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Well, see, this could be game changing. But when I first heard it, I think you'll have the same reaction. Uh Uh-huh. Singapore has just okayed a US company that is working out there to begin distribution of the very first lab-grown meat to consumers.
8: What in the blue hell? That was my initial reaction. Okay, so they're coming up. First, it's the Impossible Burger.
0: Now it's lab-grown meat. Okay, so let me explain real quick. So what they're doing is... It's this is not cloned. This is not, um, it's not anything like that. Mm-hmm. This is actually genetically grown from cells. So the first that is going to be available is these chicken bites, and it's actually grown from chicken cells nothing has to die the cells can be grown directly from a live biopsy from a chicken and they don't have to do it over and over and over the cells well yes and no here's the thing it is real chicken meat that's like what they have done is basically isolated away to grow the meat without growing the actual animal attached to it. And from what they say, it has the same nutritional value texturally it won't be exactly the same but flavor is extremely similar <laughs> I like how you put extremely similar well because <laughs> they are well this is the thing especially with this company there are multiple companies approaching this right now it's actually a very big thing apparently and it's it's uh, kind of the food industry's attempt at the moment to give the meat eating community which is the majority of you know the western world. Um, an alternative that a is cruelty free, but b basically their slogan is you know nothing has to be killed and not a single tree has to be cut down.
8: Well, here's here's the other question too. Uh, along with that, could it be that there there might be a food shortage that could be the other reason why they're doing this too? Not just for because of animal cruelty reasons, but because there might be a food shortage going on in the world.
0: Well, this isn't really. A Response to the possible food shortage, you know, food shortages and uh, famines and things like that. Uh, the amount of money that it costs to be able to do this on a large scale is not really feasible to fix that situation. This is more of a marketed and at first going to be very expensive um, alternative. Now, as it ramps up in production and becomes more common, And again, this is the head of this company is being very transparent. He wants open communication with the consumers. That's why he talks about, you know, we want you to know this is going to be a little different than the chicken, you know, (laughs) but a little you've got. Well, again, they say that it's very, very similar and that. It is chicken. It's actual chicken.
8: Well, you know that's what they say about frog legs too.
0: So, well, they just say it tastes like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is this is a, a, a rather. It's not genetically engineered. It's not cloned. They're actually growing it it's it's fed the cells are fed nutrients in a bio cell reactor or something like that and the nutrients they're fed are all um plant-based like a chicken would generally eat i wonder
8: i I, I wonder and i'm sorry to cut you off here but i wonder please i wonder if they could actually make me a genetically engineered co-host
0: that's just mean where are you gonna (laughs) where are you gonna come up with this kind of obscure crap without me huh (laughs) (laughs) The <laughs> <laughs> My very own Jeremy Miller,
8: <laughs> life size. <laughs> I think Joni may have a problem with that. Right? <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like Jeremy, me Jeremy.
0: <laughs> I think I might have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Jeremy versus Jeremy. <laughs> Joni, on the other hand,
0: might not be too. Yeah, like I was gonna say. I don't yet. think. I don't
8: think. I don't think. Jer- I don't think Joni would have a problem with that. To be honest with you, <laughs> I think she'd be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might, be, have,
0: I might have an issue with this.
8: No kidding. That that's still crazy news, though. That is still very crazy, obscure news, though. To to hear that they're actually ge- making genetically, you know, made meat like well, that's. Are they doing it with just chicken, or are they also doing it with actual like with red meat as well?
0: Well, here's the thing. Uh, they do have um, a few genetic lines from other animals, but they're focused has been chicken. There are multiple other companies out there that are chasing this technology and are doing this. This is just the company that has gotten the furthest and has found a government that was willing to work with them because, again, regulations for this kind of thing are very strict. So getting approval for even testing of this kind of thing, which they've been testing it for quite some time, is very hard. So what you gotta realize is they're not just doing this, this is an experimentation. It has gone through the testing, it has gone through the approval stage, and it is actually being released to consumers soon. Um, Now, it will only be in Singapore.
8: Hmm. Well, I guess, well, I, I guess uh, we'll go ahead and wait to see if uh, people in Singapore start turning into zombies afterward. <laughs> <laughs> mm, crave real brain meat. Nah. So, <laughs> you never know. I mean, you be no. safe, then. Yeah, right? <laughs> Crazier things have been going, oh, ha, 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 ha. It <laughs> went over my head for about two seconds, and then I went right back to it. That is hilarious. Well, you know, touche, douché. <laughs> We got a lot of crazy stuff uh, to talk about coming up next in entertainment news, including uh, theater owners sound off are really really pissed at the fact of the matter that Warner Brothers is uh, taking their movies onto both the big screen and the small screen simultaneously. We'll talk a little bit about that, but first, here is Method Man featuring D'Angelo, breakups to make up, right here on the Xander Effect.
9: Yeah, yeah, ex-girlfriend, how you been? I see you still trying to mess with other women, man. Remember when I first met you in my cousin's house? A week later, we was crushing on your mama couch. Now it's been said that big girl, they don't cry, but they show <laughs> so lie. Look you in the eyes, saying you they own You and I, till the day we die, I said you'd never leave me lonely. Fly tenderoni, but you phony. Should've listened when my mama told me. Soon as I turned my back, you tried to F my homies. That was then, this is now I got a new friend, ever since I cut the loose since you wanna add <laughs> strike to my life. That make me think twice about leaving, the wife Even Picture that, you ain't want me when you had me. Now you want your third baby daddy. And you hate to see your brother happy. So you try trying mad ways to trap me. Looking at my girl nasty, trying to throw the Look <laughs> here <laughs> 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 trying to act like me. Uh-huh. It's
10: so much like left.
9: It's always you when you crush
8: crushing, Crew
9: be acting new. Let me find out y'all messing with Boo, and y'all gon' feel it. Waiting for the day that you front and catch a lump from my black butterfly. That on pack of lullaby, I sleep on her. She said you tried to creep on her. Up in the morning, didn't know she had to reach on her. my Boo, she go ahead and walk her dogs and represent woo to the fullest. You and Hun can shoot the fair one. I bring you, know what I'm saying? Stop playing, you and them. Looking broad, actin' like y'all hurting something. Go ahead with that boy. <laughs> uh,
4: nah.
9: The game, the lie, uh, the people alibi. Uh, now you stuck with the next guy. A thug figure, yeah. derelict, be acting bug figure. Show this Mr. Mad Love, but get no love, <laughs> sister. Stupid. Of <laughs> course, I heard that he be on you, I seen him at the club cheating on you, with your best friend, got you stressing and used up, pull your shoes up, all you need is affection, but your head is in the wrong direction, trying to make this brother jealous, with other fellas, all up in my face, acting overzealous, like you want something from I hope it ain't love girl, cause I ain't got nothing left for you, plus you miserable, misery love company, shoot I'm living comfortably, don't need no brother hunting me down for messing around with his... Talk to him before my brother put him through. him won't be pretty. The situation got my whole attitude shifty, and got you acting Hashediddy with your punk committee. You know I know, so go find another sucker, yo. I've been there and been done that before, and don't need it no more. That's my words. Word. So go to your room with that then tell that big head coward your room to do the same. I can do that myself. You hear me
4: Bring I'm going go.
0: Larry Neymar, the founder of E Entertainment Television. Hi, this is Marisela Cornell. Hey, how's it going? This is Polo
2: Molina. Hey, yo, what's up? This is the Xando Effect, and I am the DJ Kid to kick the creep.
1: Welcome to the place to be. Huh? Huh? What you think about you and me, baby, going one on one. Kid y'all, MC I'm the man to fulfill your needs. Get you everything that you see in your baby. On.
3: But every time you're with me, oh. I
5: feel
3: so positive oh. that with a little.
1: Uh, a woman with her own shine is on time and don't hit. Cause I'm tired of dealing with the wrong kind, get nothing but the good. She got a fan trying to think of new things to say. She's in the corner sipping Don P Rose, shaking it up with her homegirls. Paying no attention to us, they in their own world. Hey yo, girl, I'm the man to fulfill your needs. Get you everything that you see in your dreams, baby. Let nothing and nobody tear us apart. And forever you'll be my sweetheart. Uh-huh, right. say
4: what? MC baby, sing it to me,
1: they get to me. Come on, uh-huh. 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 say what? MC baby, sing it to me, they get to me. Come on, baby, baby, come on. You can
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. So, so uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So damn. So damn. Yeah. Yeah. So
10: Yeah. Yeah. up, you guys? This is Roxanne Luciano, and you are listening to The Xander Effect.
7: Like I know I should, going non stop till I'm understood. You got me, got me, got me. I know I should Going nonstop Till I'm understood You got me, got me, got me so Cause baby I'm high.
8: Sephora's High on Your Love right here on the Xander Effect. In entertainment news, theater owners and uh, a few other music, uh, I'm sorry, uh, movie executives uh, from other studios are sounding off after Warner Brothers made the very bold decision to uh, put like the majority of their 2021 movie slates uh, not only to simultaneously uh, premiere in movie theaters but also on HBO Max. They're already starting to do that with Wonder Woman 1984 that is set to uh, be released December 25th on both in both movie theaters and HBO Max for 31 days. That's how they're having the platform so far. But along with that, now it seems that they're also going to include The Matrix 4, Dune, In the Heights, and The Suicide Squad. They're going to be including all these movies uh, in 2021. Now, They've been stressing the fact. Warner Brothers Studios have been stressing the fact that they will only do this for 2021. But as soon as things start, you know, kind of, I guess, getting back to normal in 2022, they'll go right back to their to their uh, regularly scheduled way of doing things. However, my theory here is that they want to test this this method out to see exactly what kind of return would happen. I, and it's funny because I was just talking to our executive producer about. This just last night, that I, my theory here is the fact of the matter that they're trying to do this to avoid the overhead charge, you know, because theaters are the in-between. They, they charge for for uh, for studios to play their movies in their theaters for a percentage or for a cost, whatever it is. I'm, I'm assuming that that's how it goes. And of course, they get, uh, you know, they, they also make profit off of uh, concessions and things like that. So these big studios—they take that away from theaters. Theaters aren't making any money. They're—they're they're broke. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, they make money off the concessions, but they also make money off of percentages from ticket sales. So that's kind of really messing them up. And even one uh, theater—I uh, oh, I, guess—I uh, guess theater owners sounded off and said, "Quote: I guess the movie theaters will just be Halloween stores now." Um, it's one of those things where they're upset. Because they're not going to be getting a piece of the pie anymore, and you know, I mean, they they have a right to be, uh, but at, unfortunately, in this time of crisis, in this time of, of 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 both crisis and in need of entertainment, you know, studios have to do something. Plus, they they have to also look at the fact of the matter that they put a lot of money in on these movies before the pandemic started. They've already invested a lot. They need to find. They need to get you know a return on their investment for these movies. So they have to move forward. With it one way or another And this is the best way they could do it So I mean It sucks but like the old saying goes It's not personal it's business I mean Jeremy I mean I know that That you're still You know one of the people that are That are are kind of torn with this idea Because you do like going to theaters And things like that but at the same time I mean this is something that's got to be done In my opinion don't you think
0: Well I mean I'm torn on the idea Just because Yes, I hate losing out on that experience of the movie theater, the big screen, especially with the big blockbuster style films, but you can't expect a studio who has spent and outlaid millions and millions of dollars for these films to not want to see a return. And what we're dealing with right now, we honestly have no idea when we're gonna be able to safely reopen theaters all over the country. I mean, we're back into another wave here, and they've talked about if this continues to get worse, we probably see a third wave by summertime. So again, what are these guys supposed to do? What are these, you know, production houses supposed to do? Yeah. Wait for three years and, you know, see no return on their money. True. They're a business as well. Like you said, they have to do something. Now, I mean, I feel for the theaters, you know, but it's, it's not the production houses and the, you know, big production companies, um, you know fault that the pandemic happened and everybody's having to adjust. Unfortunately, theirs is a business model that can't really be adjusted to fit this right now. I hope movie theaters survive. I don't ever want that experience lost. I was kind of wondering what happened. California had been talking about investing the money to reopen a bunch of the and yet i think only one actually had any money put into it and started showing anything in southern california i mean so these theaters could very easily do that and still make some money back but it would take an outlay up front and they don't know if they're going to see any. So it's a catch 22 all around. Everybody is screwed right now. And like you said, it's not personal.
8: Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that um, at the same time, I'm also looking at it as kind of a good thing because again, you know, I, and I, and I go back to what I talked about, you know, on previous episodes, the fact of the matter that sometimes I don't want to go uh, and stand in law in a long line waiting for the premiere, of a movie, you know that's a little bit annoying to me i I hate doing that. I hate having to you know wait a week so that way I could go and see the movie when you know the 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 euphoria of the premiere is done with, so that way I could grab a seat so that's another like that that's i'm actually happy about that because I get to watch it immediately when it comes out now like for example Wonder Woman 1984 you know there's going to be a line of people waiting to see that movie and I don't want to freaking stay in line with or without a pandemic I don't want to freaking be in line I hate doing that I hate reserving seats I hate being in a crammed uh, you know, uh, movie theater as well it's just, it's just really uncomfortable for me I don't like it so I'm actually happy that they're doing it this way because that gives me the option to you know yeah let me Go ahead and watch it at home. And I, and I hope that they continue doing this in 2021, giving people the option to either watch the premiere at home or watch it in a movie theater, because that'll give me the choice of whether or not I want to go do that, if the movie's worth it. Or like, for example, if it's something like maybe another Star Wars song, um, yeah, I'd like to go see that in the, in the movie theaters because of the experience. It's big, but at least this way, if I want to watch it again, I have the option to go to the theaters and watch it again. But the first time, I could watch it at home and even be able to maybe do some movie reviews things like that so that's 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 the way I look at it from that perspective is that I, I I'm okay I'm okay with this with this structure for right now
0: well, I'll throw the other side of that at you though now the margin for theaters is paper thin and as you were talking about before um, as you were saying they get a percentage of the films yes they do but that is minimal I remember seeing a breakdown of what the theaters actually Actually, make and I'm, I'm not kidding you I believe concessions makes up better than 80 to 85% of their profit mm. that's how little they get from the actual films wow. so if you're now cutting all of that profit by probably a pretty significant amount by allowing people to just see it at home yes it does help the consumer but It's gonna kill theaters. If this becomes the new norm, theaters will not survive.
8: Well I mean I guess we just have to wait And find wait and see what happens With this new uh, method that Warner Brothers is introducing and we Also have to see if other studios are Going to follow suit um, I know that Amazon's got a couple of Movies that were supposed to be in theaters that are Now out, out on Amazon Prime So it looks like some streaming networks are star- Some studios and streaming networks are starting to Follow suit so I guess we'll just have to Wait and see how, how Cost effective this is going to Be for the studios I mean because they're predicting that HBO is still not going to get a return on their investments for a lot of these movies that they've that they've put money in. But then again, you never know. I mean, there could be a lot of people that are going to uh, that are going to invest in purchasing uh, uh, the streaming network HBO Max. And uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen next? We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, in other entertainment news, Justin Bieber is pissed because a fan went ahead and decided to. You know, tell people to bully uh, Justin Bieber's wife, Haley Bieber, and uh, it, it's it's uh, it's something, and it has to do with basically uh, this fan. Not approving of Justin Bieber's choice for a wife, uh, uh, saying that uh, you know, saying that that uh, this this person is a fan of Selena Gomez, and she preferred that so that Justin Bieber stayed with Selena and got married to Selena instead of Haley. Now, here's the thing: fans need to back off because just because you're a fan does not mean that you're going to dictate the the way that your favorite artist is going to run their personal life. This is their personal life. If they don't want to stay with somebody They're not going to stay with them They're going to go ahead and choose who they want to be with It's not going to be your choice Now, you may have an opinion about it But don't try to blast Or try, try to start some sort of A, a, a trend to bully uh, The significant other Of that artist Just because you don't like them Or you didn't like the fact that they stayed. They didn't stay With the other ones that were your favorites Now, Justin went ahead And basically said that This is a... Uh, um, You know, said, quote, This sad excuse of a human just encouraged people on video to literally go after my wife, telling people to say that my previous relationship was better, so on and so forth. I just wanted to share this so people get an idea of what we face on a day-to-day. Now... I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest Bieber fan, but as a human being, and and as somebody that that uh, that would would pretty much think the way you know think in the matter of protecting those that you love, I have to agree with him. This is not right for somebody to attack a person that he loves. It's not right. And I mean, Jeremy, you're 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 a, you're you're a, a, an actor, a very well known actor, and. Uh, I mean, you you have been with Joni for a very long time. I mean, I know that you can both sympathize and probably empathize with Justin Bieber's situation.
0: Oh, I absolutely can. Uh, you know, I've had many a many a person online and otherwise go after Joni. You know. With little things here and there. Um, but Joni and I have quite a sense of humor about that, as does, I mean, she does in particular. I mean, when I was getting a little more, um, social media chatter because we had just done the second reunion film. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of message boards that were still talking IMDB message boards before they'd shut them down, all sorts of different stuff. And they all wanted to talk about my relationship with her. And one of our favorite, I swear, one of our favorite comments was that Joni was a, let me get it right. She was a... I tranny mail order bride who didn't oh my- speak much English. Oh my god, are you serious? Uh huh. <laughs> Wow. We laughed our butts off. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I would too, actually. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, she was dying (laughs) laughing. She's, you know, doesn't take this stuff that seriously. But the truth is, you got to remember, fan is short for fanatic. And some of these are not casual fans they are real fanatics i mean to give you an example there are still friends fans diehards who hate angelina jolie hate brad pitt yeah for what all because of what happened between you know what happened 20 years ago between the two i mean that's how fans get it doesn't excuse it it is not acceptable but People get obsessive over the personal lives of entertainers now, especially because their personal lives have become so public.
8: I mean, and Haley Bieber, she also is a trooper for it. She basically, uh, you know, the way she handled it was she also posted something on social media uh, and, you know, uh, basically saying that she just wished this person well and that she hopes that this person finds love, you know, the way she has. And uh, that was pretty much it. She was very, very very, she's a class act uh, when it came to responding to this type of uh, this type of bullying and uh, I mean Justin Bieber went on more of the defensive obviously because that's his you know I mean that's his style and that's also his wife but she was more calm about it so you know major major major, uh, props to both of them for handling it the way they did and uh, I mean you know like hopefully this person will stop hopefully nobody actually listened to this person and and leaves Haley alone but I doubt it you know fans are fans and that's unfortunately what how, how they react towards uh, you know towards uh, towards this type of uh, situation so we'll, we'll see if anything else comes up from that um, in other entertainment news Sasha Obama now here's a news story that happened earlier this week that Sasha Obama uh, got on TikTok and did like a little TikTok dance but it seems that a major influencer uh, I guess company is is basically saying that um that Sasha needs to uh, uh, Maybe sign up with them And uh, they're they're already t- saying They're already, you know, telling her Hey, you should come over here with us Because what's going to end up happening Is that you can easily get One to two million followers uh, The first week that you're on here And, you know, along with doing that She could make easily Five to eight million dollars a year For just being, uh, you know, for just posting Social media things uh, on a daily basis. Honestly, five to eight million dollars a year, that seems pretty low, especially for an Obama. I mean, Sasha's not really, you know, she's, it doesn't seem like she's really hurting for money. Obviously, her her family's not hurting for money at all. But still, for for the president's, uh, for the former president of the United States, uh, you know, first, one of the first daughters to just be making five to eight million a year, that's nothing. (laughs) That really, now, if they say, Five to eight million a month—that's something. But five to eight million a year—I don't know. It just seems a little low to me. It seems a little low ball to me. I mean, what do you think?
0: No, it's actually quite a big chunk for uh, for a presidential offspring. Um, if you just—if you go back, I mean. The Bush kids, they all went into business to get money. They all had to run companies. Now, whether they got them through nepotism or otherwise, I'm not just talking about them. I mean, you know, Chelsea Clinton giving mean, kids dating back, presidential kids dating back, you know, decades and decades and decades. We're now in a different era where people get famous and make money for being famous. Mm-hmm. And I mean, That's a lot of money for a presidential kid, but I honestly, I don't see it happening personally. Mm -hmm. Um, The Obamas, while they have been, you know, somewhat relatable and open with their lives, it's not an open book and they're not really attention whores. You know, they've kind of been quiet when they needed to be. And you haven't heard a lot about the kids except a few things here and there. Mm -hmm. They've tried to... You you know you see them trying to kind of provide the kids with as much normalcy as possible, all that kind of stuff. So I would find it hard to believe. Now, given I mean, she's her own person; she's going to do what she's going to do. But from what I've seen in the past, I don't see her running out and being one of these who's like, "Oh wow, I could get this many followers and this much." I mean,
8: yeah, she doesn't. It doesn't seem like that would really phase her too much because
0: no, you know, she doesn't need to. <laughs> no, and it doesn't seem like that. That would be her style or that would be or, or or even that would actually
8: you know that's also something that uh another thing she needs to consider is the fact of the matter that because she's a former first uh first child uh first you know daughter um the the um the dangers that she could be exposing herself to as well um you know because you know again she's a former first daughter of the former first president of the united states plus there's a lot of people that aren't too many that aren't very much big fans of the obamas as it is for you know the way i i guess many people believe that he ran this country and that could be backlash towards her there could be there's a lot of implications to that too i mean she could be she you know i mean it's it's not exactly the safest route to go but then again you know what is these days
0: That's very true. Um, But there is a lot to be said for keeping your personal life personal. And, you know, while we all, especially in the entertainment industry, have a social media presence, um, you know, it's probably not the safest thing in the world to lay out your personal life for everyone to see. True, you need true. to be selective.
8: Very true, very true. And at this point, it just seems that you know at, at at this point, it just seems that it's just an offer that they're that they're doing for. She still there is has been no uh, no exact word as to whether or not she's going to accept this type of offer from this from this company. But uh, if she does, she definitely is going to have a lot of people that are going to be following her. That's for sure. Just to see how she's doing and to see where she's going to go. So we'll just have to wait and find out and see. What happens, but uh, yeah, that's 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 the case with uh, with Sasha Obama right now, and we'll just have to wait and see. Coming up next, we have uh, a wonderful guest on the Xander Effect, uh, musical artist Nikki Lund will be joining us and chatting a little bit about uh, her uh, latest uh, single that just came out. And uh, to to go ahead and kick things off, here is Nikki Lund's "You and I" right here on the Xander Effect.
11: And I, it's yes, divine You must be the fruit, come shake my tree Together we fit perfectly so I, you and You I'm not so mistaken. Reach out and take it. Don't ever forsake it. you are
8: The Xander Effect. And joining us is the artist herself, Miss Nikki Lund. Nikki, how you doing today?
12: I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
8: It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, December morning. Nice, crisp and cool here in Los Angeles. You know how it goes. Yeah,
12: yeah. It's <laughs> nice though. I love, it. Are, I you love here, it. are you here in SoCal as well? I am. I'm here in SoCal. Beautiful, chilly. It's kind of crisp outside. I love it. I nice. Love this it's yeah. beginning
8: to look a lot like, like,
12: like Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> hey,
8: there you go. You gotta love the season. But uh, I gotta say that that song, You and I, is a. I, I like it. It's got, like, it's definitely got gr- a great beat to it. I mean, you know, it's definitely a dance type of song. But before we get into that, um, basically, so. I'm, I'm, I'm to understand. I mean, you were you were you were uh, pretty much uh, born and raised here in SoCal, right?
12: Yes, I and, am. I'm an L.A.
8: native. Nice. You're a unicorn.
12: I am. Yes, <laughs> so that's, pretty much,
8: that's pretty much what they call us because I'm also an LA native, and I think Jeremy is well. here. Yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. Say, Jeremy's Southern, also an LA, LA Southern native. Southern Cal, born and bred. There you go. <laughs> See, we're the unicorns. Yay! Um, but <laughs> but I mean, you were actually uh, born into music because I mean, your mother is uh, 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 is a uh, singing Italian opera, and your dad w- uh, is a bass player. And yeah, uh, wow. So you, so you, know. you, you oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, that's my job, girl. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, you were basically born and raised in music. And then you started doing uh, some stuff with your brother as well, um, you know, with guitar and everything. But, like, you I mean, music was your first passion. But what you started off with was mainly in fashion, right?
12: Actually, I started off in music and uh, been doing music forever. And I would design my own stuff when we were on the road. We would go play shows and I started designing these these shirts for my band and at the time um, we had a song and we had a, a little movement called Eccentric Symphony mm-hmm. and um, my band Secret Mind we would go and we would play so if you google Eccentric Symphony and Secret Mind you'll see that we had this embroidered um, thermal that started becoming really big like everyone that would come and see our shows started wearing them to the con Concerts, this is the shows and then um, Fred Levine from M Frederick I, I he gave me um, my first opportunity at being in retail stores he saw the shirts and he loved them and he's like you know let's put these in the stores in the M Frederick stores and at the time they had like 40 of them and I attached the CD to it the secret mind CD um, as has like a little free, you know, extra bonus when you buy the shirt. And so we started kind of using the fashion as a catalyst to get the music out. And oh, wow. yeah, so that was my band with my brother. And we were kind of ahead of the curve. I feel like even though they were CDs and they weren't jump drives, we were distributing music on clothing um, <laughs> way before anybody else was.
8: So you so were definitely you were definitely integrating fashion and music together at a, at a very early time. Time. Always,
12: yeah, I always did. They were very symbiotic to me. It was like you know, being being the part and sounding the part, you know. So dressing dressing up the um, persona is so important as a musician, you know, and what you portray. So I have always seen them as very symbiotic. They go hand in hand to me. There was no real um, delineation between the two arts. No, that's
8: definitely that's definitely very true. And the thing is that like. Something that really stands out for me is the fact of the matter that you made uh, butterfly hair, butterfly hair clips uh, yes. that were worth ten thousand oh dollars, and you did it at the age of ten. You started at a yeah. very young age, being yeah. a very young pro- business prodigy.
12: Yeah, well, it was even. You listen, let me tell you. When before that, my sister and I would sell bookmarks, and we would go around, and she would, you know, take me by the hand, and she was probably, you know, my sister is six seven years older than me, she would take me by the hand, go down the street and sell bookmarks that we made. Um, we'd put, you know, a tape on them and and tape little like things to them and cut them out like stickers and all different kinds of stuff. And uh, we would sell socks when we would go up to Utah for for winter because uh, that's where my parents are from. We would go on the ski lifts and everywhere and we would sell socks to people. <laughs> we
5: were <laughs>
12: like, nice. like, my dad was always like, Like, what? You guys brought socks to sell? Are you kidding me? What are you (laughs) doing? You know, I'm going skiing. We would stand down on the bunny slopes and sell socks. And then, you know. uh, Wow. that's crazy you're like born entrepreneur seriously i don't know or just crazy but i (laughs) we we always were 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 um inventive and you know lemonade stands whatever we could you know we just it was just fun for us um so my parents raised us you know you work for every single thing that you have and so we were raised with allowance and you know wanting the bigger barbie house you know what i mean um i was like oh god i got to get that Barbie house. So how much is that? Okay, I gotta go sell socks now. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I,
8: I think I think Jeremy thought the same thing about his Barbie house.
0: <laughs> I didn't have a Barbie house, although I was smart enough to play Barbies with all the neighborhood girls because <laughs> I got to hang out with all the neighborhood girls. Well so. your excuse well, is better than mine.
5: Changed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> his excuse is better than mine, so
8: yeah. <laughs> right? oh, that's really that's, that's, hilarious. that's really cool though. I mean like you seriously were You guys were hustlers. You guys, yeah, we were. No we were hustlers. We were.
12: Hustlers. We were I, I mean, literally, we were hustlers. I swear. As little kids, going selling bookmarks, and you know, my mom would make rice krispie treats, and we'd like, where would all the rice krispie treats go? And we'd have them in saran wrap, selling them out front. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's
12: hilarious. You're you know, like, like, like you and your,
8: your sister, you and your sister were like, get the, bag, get the bag, get the bag, get the bag. Get it, get it, get it cut it up.
12: Up, you know, and you know, the, the neighbor, Mrs. Kravitz, would be like, oh, I love those chocolate chip cookies, Mrs. Lund. Those are wonderful. You're going to be making more this week. My mom's like, you guys are seriously selling my chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we, awesome. we were crazy. I mean, but I, I guess it was just something, you know, inside of me since I was a little kid that I just loved to sell things and I love to see people happy when they got them. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot about fashion and in, in, in the um, beauty of, of people that I dress and give makeovers to seeing the the change in them and the style. And so, you know, I guess it all goes back to that as well is there is a little bit of, um, you know, glorification in, in that you know, transformation of seeing people, you know, when you dress them or you feed them, you know, <laughs> yeah, totally,
8: totally. You know? And and it seems that, it seems that, uh, you definitely, uh, you definitely, um, that's, that's what you were mostly interested in is bringing joy to people's hearts. Yeah. Uh, you know, when it, when it came to both fashion and music and that's why that's pretty much you were born to do this. I mean, you weren't just born, you were just born to sell, you were born to sell, uh, uh, joy, is what you Yeah, you're, what I know, you're It's such to. a good
12: way of putting it. Yeah, I definitely, definitely, I love, I love, you know, watching people transform and, and feel good about themselves or if they put on a song, you know, they, they're dancing, they're having fun. That's really what it's all about is making things, you know, making the world a better place without sounding too cheesy. But, you know, chocolate chip cookies, Rice Krispie treat socks. That's awesome. Bookmarks, <laughs> music, fashion.
8: That's awesome, though. I mean, I mean, I think I think uh Jeremy can relate to that because I mean jeremy I mean you you were again you were you were in a hit sitcom TV series for many years you were on growing pains you brought joy to so many people uh you know in the small screen i mean is that is that something you could relate to
0: I can definitely relate to that and it it was something that I loved it one of my favorite things looking back at being a part of all that was the impact we had, getting to hear from fans, you know, saying that, you know, when things were at their worst, they used to love to watch the show. It used to cheer them up. It brought a smile to their face. That meant something to me. But it also, I love what you said, how you how you said feeding people. I'm a yeah. chef. And that's oh, that's I what that. I love about being a chef. Oh, cooking, yeah. cooking for people feeding, cooking it, is yeah. the joy you're bringing to them and getting to see <laughs> yeah. them like up when they when they really enjoy a great meal Um, yes it's amazing one of the things i loved is i was reading um that one of the reasons you got into fashion or kind of had an affinity towards that was you kind of grew up watching your grandmother who was i believe a seamstress
12: yeah, well, my grandmother, she, um, she. by the way, I just wanted to say Growing Pains, I love that show. So that's oh, so awesome. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> I, I just had to comment on that. That's so amazing. Um, but yeah, my my grandmother, she sews and she has her whole life. If she wanted something, she would make it. She's just an expert tailor. Like she can sew anything. She can make anything. So I would go to her house, you know, as a young little girl and sit and watch her cut past. Patterns and so, and, you know, that was just part of my upbringing. My mom as well. My mom sews things. She's just like crazy. All the beautiful things she makes. It's unbelievable. Um, awesome. I Yeah, I told her, I'm like, mom, you would literally put Martha Stewart to shame if you, you know, got on Instagram and started showing everybody like how you do the house and how you do everything. <laughs> like my mom is literally one of the most creative, amazing um, um mm-hmm. Amazingly talented people I've ever met in my life.
8: No, it's definitely really that's definitely cool. And just a side note, Nikki, you you really yeah. shouldn't say that you love Growing Pains. You're gonna give you're gonna give little Ben Siever here a big <laughs> head, and he's just not. He's just gonna be like, Oh, I'm no, awesome. it's you're amazing. Lucky, it's you're so lucky that cool. I'm a, you're lucky that I'm a co-host on the Xander. Mama, no,
12: When have I so ever cool. said that? I love it. I well, love it, and I love that you're a chef now too. That's so so cool! I love That's that.
0: my other passion. I, I mean, I still act and I still do all that. I, I love it. I'll never be able to get away from it. But, you know, and cooking here, is my other passion, and, and I, I, I love feeding people like you said
8: and here's and here's yeah. another here's another thing Nikki I'm gonna tell you about this guy right here not to give him a, not to give him an even bigger head but he's an incredible chef I, I've eaten his food he's just freaking like he's definitely a master at his work he definitely knows what he's doing Thank so. you. what's, your,
12: what's your style like what, what's your favorite style of cooking uh,
0: that's a, a good question and I don't have a straight answer because I'm so ADD that it really depends on the mood I'm in. I was, you know, I grew up learning to cook from my grandmother, who was a self-taught chef, had a restaurant, and she, at home, cooked Southern food, Cajun, Creole, a lot of American classic comfort food. So I learned that cooking style first but I went to the Cordon Bleu and I was classically French trained and wow. I went to China and I worked there for about a year while I was actually filming as well but I worked in a couple restaurants and I've gotten into Indian. I have a real affinity and kind of a connection with Italian cooking so I, I'm i very all over the place. If I had to pick one you know, thing it would be American Southern, Cajun Creole, that kind of thing. But mm. I'm a basket case when it comes to that. That's one of the reasons why I've never been able to work in a restaurant 24, you know, every day, every week. I've usually done catering, private chefing, that kind of stuff because I can always right. come up with different menus. I'm always getting to cook different cuisines and stuff like that. It keeps me from getting bored.
12: Yeah, that's so cool. That's great. It's definitely an art for sure being able to put stuff together and keep it fresh.
0: You got
8: to love it when the energy- Interviewee
0: becomes the interviewer.
12: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: She's good. That was a timely question, I guess.
5: right?
8: <laughs> She's like, "Let me go ahead and see if I could steal some of your food, put it in the bag, and then sell it." You know, yeah, uh, yeah, that or I'm something. You know, saying, hey, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> that could work too. You know, you never know. Um, but you know, I mean, going back to uh, to the fashion that you do, I mean, you do kind of. Of like a, like a, like a California breeziness style. I mean, you know, of, of, uh, women's wardrobes. Is that something that, uh, I mean, because you know, you're a California native, uh, what did, is that what inspired it mainly because you're a California native or was there another reason why like something else that inspired that style per se?
12: Yeah. I think every collection is, is different. Um, but definitely California is my home and I'm a native, so it's natural gonna be what I you know, you you learn what you live. So I I've kind of uh, taken a little bit of the California breeziness and some of the collections have a little bit more edge to it, and some of them are a little bit more like you call breezy, which I like that word that you chose to use. It's it's good, um, but yeah, I think for sure, yeah, being California native is has um, crafted the way that I design and the way that I see things, and also the versatility, the lifestyle, you know.
8: And, and I agree with that, and I, and the, I'm so happy that you integrate the style of of attitude the Californians have because we get. Like the real crap end of the stick when people are like, Oh, you're from California. Oh, you're so fake. Oh, blah, blah. I was like, Um, (laughs) no. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes, that pisses, true. I, I don't know about you guys, but that pisses me off because I'm like, Californians are the most laid back, real, true Californians from California. Yeah, that's race. true.
12: That's true. Yeah. You're the most yeah.
8: laid back people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. We're the most mm-hmm. like chill people. We're like hippies, practically. And yeah, people we are. that are considered, quote, fake are the people that are not that are not from California. They're the ones that, you know, unfortunately, saw something on television that was completely you know fake Uh, and Mm -hmm. then they said oh that's how all Californians are no no most Californians are actually pretty chill for the most part yeah I mean, yeah,
12: LA Natives, I got to agree with you. It's usually the people that are not really from here that are the ones that give us a bad name. The
8: transplants, <laughs> I hate them. The transplants. <laughs> That's how you <laughs> like, really feel. Right? It yeah. just irritates me, man. It just really, really pisses me off. Um, but, you know, but aside from that, you also, like, you got, so you had the fashion and, and then you obviously you were integrating that into your first love which is music um but the type of music that you put out there was was very edgy and high octane music is that the type of music that you were always into or is that something that just kind of you know organically transpired
12: Yeah, it it organically transpired, I think, um, because of remixes. You know, I was getting into, I have like more of a pop rock sound. Mm -hmm. Um, I play guitar and and keyboard and my brother plays guitar. And so I'll come up with something and lay it down and listen back to it. And if it's something that I think kind of lends itself to a more edgy, you know, beat as far as like a dance or a, a house beat or something, I'll send it to a DJ that I love or, you know, want to work with and see what they come up with as far as a remix. And that's kind of how this song You and I came about um, was was exactly that. It was something I wrote, you know, a few years back and then revisited it. And it needed a little updating on the production and the, the vibe and um, gave it to DJQ, who's amazing. And he remixed it and voila. There you go. There you
8: have it. Nice, nice. And actually, I was going to ask, what inspired uh, you and I to begin with? Uh,
12: Well, it's it's basically written kind of as a linear love song for a man. It was a song that I wrote about being in love with a man, and as um, all
8: songs usually go,
12: (laughs) as all songs usually go. But the cool thing about the song is that. As I've evolved, the song has as well and kind of taken on a new meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like a little bit of a twisted love song where in a way, like when I revisited it, I I listened to myself singing it and realized, um, you know... (laughs) I'm singing to myself subjectively now, kind of in the second position, which is like you, and then looking at myself objectively in the first position, which is the I, Mm -hmm. and kind of narrating like a love story to myself. And the reason why I say that is because the guy was not good to me. He, I was in love with him, and I gave and I gave and I gave and I gave until I I was like a shell of a person for a lot, for a while, and then I was like, you and I really should be about you and I, me me myself and I, right? Like you and I is more of like me singing to my past self as I remixed it and kind of revamped the song, I brought more of a different energy to the song, um, back to your point of the, the the edginess of it and the sound of it. Um, And wanted it to be more of a self-love kind of girl anthem as opposed to me just doubting over some guy like you and i need to talk you know no i need to go into the mirror and you and i need to talk you know that kind of thing so yeah that's that's how it kind of evolved which is you know which is for me that that makes it all the more you know Better
8: of a song, <laughs> no, no doubt, no doubt, and that's definitely something that uh, many young women can relate to as well, and mm-hmm. uh, that could be very inspirational for many young women that are, are either are going through it themselves or mm-hmm. have gone through it themselves as well. Like when you say, it's so funny because when you say uh, edgy, I first artist that I think of is Avril Lavigne. That's right. that's the first artist that I think of when I hear edgy and you know high octane. I mean what like what what musical uh artists inspired you you know throughout your throughout throughout uh, obviously you know you have your you have influences at home but um you know what other musical influences actually inspired you uh when it came to this style of music
12: mm. well um I have listened to all different kinds of artists my whole life, but I love David Bowie, believe it or not. I love Bob Dylan. Nice. Guns N' Roses.
8: Nice. <laughs> yeah.
12: Daft. I love Daft Punk.
8: Oh, yeah. Mm. They're good.
12: I love... Uh, One Republic, believe it or not, I really love um, Ryan Tedder. I think he's an amazing songwriter. Um, and actually, the girl that I wrote this with has written a lot of songs with him. She, Lauren Christie, um, she's an amazing songwriter. She's she's influenced me and inspired me. In my songwriting abilities, and um, also uh, seven-time Grammy
8: seven-time Grammy yeah. award with the Matrix. and
12: Richie uh, Richie Sambora wrote the song with me and Lauren, so you know that's. Uh, I guess, Bon Jovi. <laughs> he's, he's in Bon Jovi. Um, yep. he, so that, you know, it's funny, the influences across the board when you ask me, but really, um, it's been my whole life. I mean, I love Madonna. I love Britney Spears. I've loved all the pop, you know, acts. I'm, I'm a huge pop kid. The Beatles, The Stones. Nice. Led Zeppelin. You got good obviously. taste in music, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I definitely got Led good Zeppelin, taste in music. Cat Stevens, T for oh, the Tillerman. Yeah. Uh, Laurie Anderson I mean you know Lou Reed
8: you, you mentioned Bruce Springsteen and Jeremy
12: will lose it <laughs> Uh, Bruce Springsteen is, is. You know what? I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, he's he's amazing. There's a lot of records that I love. I love Bruce Springsteen, and I love um, Talking Heads. I love oh, the Talking Heads.
0: Oh, love Talking Heads.
12: Yeah, I mean Cars. The Cars. Okay,
0: <laughs> I, I did. You are honestly one of the few people I've met with as eclectic of taste in music as I. No have. kidding.
12: <laughs> yeah, I know I love it. Dolly Parton. I love Dolly. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Oh, she's wow. just the cutest. Oh my God, I love her. I want to put her on my keychain. Um
8: <laughs> I mean, she'll bounce around a lot, but you know.
12: Yeah, I know, but she's just like, she's so damn cute, and she's just, I mean, she never ages, and she's she's just great. She I just really guess. never
8: ages. That's very true. You're right about that. Like,
12: what <laughs> is up with that? Like, what is up with that, Dolly? Seriously.
8: I want to drink whatever juice she's drinking. Cause, yeah, hey, I know. Give looks, me some of
12: that Kool-Aid.
8: No kidding. No, but that's really cool. Like, Like Jeremy said, you definitely have a very eclectic uh style of of t- i'm sorry taste in in music so that's really cool that uh i mean that, that, and as an artist that's important to have too because yeah. that actually allows you to create not not to just stay in your lane but to branch out and yeah. broaden your your artistic ability yeah so, i mean absolutely that's that's what i would think and and I mean, to be honest with you, that that's something that many artists are lacking these days. They like staying in their same lane, and it's like, nah, you got to broaden yourself out a little bit more. You know, mix it yeah. up a little bit. You know, mix try to up. see, you know, what else is out there besides your own genre, and right. uh, that's important right. to have. That's important to have that, those types of uh, influ- musical influences uh, in your life because that'll go ahead and and make for better music uh, for newer music music and wild music that, uh, that you could come up with. And I got to ask during this time, obviously we're all in a pandemic. We're all in isolation. I mean, you're in California. We're all in lockdown right now. Um, as far as as uh, your your art is concerned, has that has has that put a damper on recording or even on your fashion industry, like your fashion line or anything like that?
12: Yeah, the fashion it has. Uh, of course, it affects everything because you have to like pivot and shift gears. Um, and so it has more so with some plans I had with fashion. We just had to focus more online Mm -hmm. and, um, it changed some of the partners that I was working with as well because of restrictions with traveling and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, appearances and things that we wanted to do, um, things just changed, uh, with music. I think that it's been um, actually better because I have a home studio and because I'm home all the time, um, you know, aside from being a mom, I'm recording music or, you know, sewing. So like on the creative side, it's actually helped me a lot with, um, you know, my creativity and digging a little deeper on some of the music and I'll be releasing music every few months, um, hopefully, but, um, you know, just expanding, like you said, expanding the platform and the sound of, of where I am and the space that I'm in. And then with the fashion, you know, it's been it's just been, it's actually been kind of fun, you know, doing, sitting and just being able to create like this instead of going, 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 cause I'm always going, of course it's terrible that we're in this pandemic, but you got to make the best of things, you know,
8: you have to, you got no choice. And, and you mentioned yeah. that you're a mom. I mean, how is that affected being a mom? Uh, you know, I mean, because I know that, that your offspring is at home now. Um, yeah. uh, you know, so that, yes. I, I've seen a lot of funny TikToks of mothers wanting to just say, I, I just want out. I want to jump off a cliff right now. Yeah, uh, you yeah. Know? So I yeah. Mean, how's that, how's that been affecting you?
12: Um, you know, it's, uh, it's all about compartmentalization really. So I'm trying to compartmentalize every aspect of my life and set aside time to do what I need to do luckily I have a little bit of help so that makes it obviously easier but you never get time off from being a mom you know if your kid Mm -hmm. falls or you know something you can't find the you know uh, McQueen car from cars that went under (laughs) the cabinet like you know whatever this morning was hysteria because one of the you know um, Paw Patrols was missing so it's you know whatever, (laughs) whatever it is you never you know I I was on a conference call and it was like, he didn't want to talk to anybody but me and, you know, Marshall's (laughs) missing. And so, you know, of course at times you want to, it is, it, it, it tests your patience, but being a mother, that's really what it's all about anyhow. So, you know, I try to prioritize things and set aside time where he knows he has time with me in the morning or in the afternoon. And obviously at night I do the bedtime routine, um, you know, but just making sure that I'm available at certain times in the day for him. And he knows that that time is set aside is really important.
8: No, that definitely is very important. And is, and of course, you know, like you, he's growing up in, uh, in music as well. I mean, has he started stealing the rice crispy trees from you now? Or...
12: <laughs> no. <laughs> does, the apple far
8: too, does the apple fall, fall far from the tree or how's that going?
12: <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Right. Are, the mis- are there other are uh, rice crispy treats thing? Not yet. <laughs> (laughs) But I won't be surprised when they are. He's three, so he has a little Uh bit of time. Um, But, uh, yeah, he loves music. He just loves it. He has a keyboard, and um, he has a little guitar that he plays on. I mean, he he loves music and, um, you know, wants to learn more. He told me that, you know, he wants a a teacher to teach him more music the other day. Yeah. Wow. And so he's really, really into into music. He just loves it. So yeah. And he, he's very, you know, particular about what he wears. And if I put something on, he's like, I'm not wearing that. I'm like, what? So
8: <laughs> nice. You
12: know, my mom looks at me like, Yep, now it's your turn. So <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like
8: ha, sucker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. my mom's like,
12: Sucker. So um skirt. but she you know that's just that's just how it is he's he's awesome I mean he's such a cool little kid um but he's definitely particular with what he likes and he loves music he loves rock and roll like he loves it he doesn't cool. like yeah like I'll put some you know he's not really into pop I mean I put things on you know whatever pop music he just doesn't he, he likes rock and, and he likes heavy rock so nice. that's he, he found Ghostwriter. um you know Oh, and he wow. loves ghost writer so you know I had to go find him some little motorcycle boots and a black jacket and then we went to the hardware store and got chain cut so he could wear chain across his, <laughs> his <laughs> leather jacket and, and he just it wasn't like my idea like this is not me at all this is him insisting insisting that we go and get the chain and I couldn't figure out like where the hell do I get a chain I found a plastic one he's like this is plastic no way I need he's like I I need a chain so we went to the hardware store and they cut it on him and they're looking at me like what is wrong with you <laughs> <The> <laughs> is like, like in motorcycle boots and a black leather jacket like where are you people from but i was like you know look they're like it wasn't halloween like two weeks ago but you know he that's that's what he wants and it was you know he has his little chain in his jacket and he has his own little style, I'm telling you. So, I don't know. I, I'm letting him live into the question. That's, that's you know, really
8: whatever. cool. That's yeah. What's really cool is that you're, I mean, right now, especially right now, since everybody is at home in a lockdown, you're at least, uh, you're <laughs> keeping him busy as well and keeping some positive some positive uh, energy around yeah. him, which is music. And that's yeah. really important, especially for, for uh, you know, a growing child that is, uh, you know, like, unfortunately, a lot of these, a lot of children are 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 being raised in the middle of a pandemic. When I know it's
12: crazy, be, they
8: need to be out, you know, uh, in preschool, interacting with other children. At least you're, you know, you're you're keeping them entertained. You're 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 trying to make sure that he's still, you know, that that uh, that music. Because I I have a saying that I always say at the end of my show that music always always heals all. And in this particular case, uh, music is also being uh, you know uh, something soothing for a child yeah. that's that's growing up in such a very very tumultuous time
12: yeah yeah it is it's crazy times I couldn't imagine being three years old right now
8: yeah it's tough it's tough but I mean that's really cool that uh, that you're still keeping it motivated with that and uh, and and I mean you know I know that because uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of sort of stalking you on social media so I noticed uh, a <laughs> couple of, a few days ago that you had an Instagram live where you were playing the guitar. Are, is that what you've been doing during this time of the pandemic, sharing your music through uh, social media outlets?
12: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm trying to do that more. Obviously, um, you know, it's I I yeah I I it heals. It does heal. And at night, I play I play music for him. I'll play the guitar to him, or you know, my son um, will sit and play music. You know as a family or, you know, so I share those moments on, on Instagram because I get a lot of DMs of people like, Hey, you know, you don't post enough of you playing. I want to hear you play more, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I started, you know, playing, um, more online. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Are you playing, are mm-hmm.
8: you playing, are you playing your stuff? Or are you playing like, uh, yeah. you know, other music or anything?
12: No, I, that's, I, I usually just play songs that I'm, I'm writing or, you know, working on. <laughs>
8: Nice, nice. And, and is it exclusive to Instagram? Or are you also doing Facebook live concerts as well?
12: No, I haven't started doing that. I've been asked to do that. And people that want me to to do that, and I'll probably start doing that for sure. I just, I just haven't yet.
8: No, that's, that's definitely, that's a, definitely something that people need, especially right now. And you're, you're definitely providing that for, for many people. Uh, that are stuck at home, uh, so that's, I'll that's... start
12: doing it. I'll start doing it, Xander. You should. Do it. You yeah, should. Maybe I'll do one tonight. I'll say this is for Xander. <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, make sure that they go ahead and listen to the show, so that way they can go ahead and uh, you know, start yeah. to, you know listen to you as well. But I mean, I'm I'm curious as well that uh, that uh, I mean, you say that you've been in the studio, so will, are we expecting more music to come out of you?
12: Yes, absolutely. There's tons of music that's going to be. Coming coming right after the song awesome,
8: Awesome. and this song particularly where can people listen to this song
12: um this song is going to be available on december 18th it's actually not out there's a house version that's out right now on on yeah on um all different outlets all digital major platforms you can get it but the the actual radio extended version is not out it'll be out on the 18th and then the music video will also be out
8: So wait, are you trying to tell me that the Xander effect got an exclusive?
12: Yeah, I guess they did. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, that, yeah.
8: well, you definitely, like. You, see, it's out in the Well, December. you did,
12: actually, I have to be honest. It's actually was playing. It's It's been playing in a couple of places like Sirius XM and ah. um, not available. We've just been testing it and kind of, it's been out there on a couple of platforms, dance radio, um, uh, factory, Ra- dance factory, I think, radio in Chicago, a couple different places, but no, it's not available yet. It's not available Ah. for download yet.
8: Ah, yeah. uh, except if they listen to the Xander. In fact, they have to download the entire show to listen to your to your song. So. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I guess they can
12: download
8: it. <laughs> technically, technically. Um, <laughs> but hey. no, that's cool. That, that's cool, though. I mean, you know that, uh, that you got that going on, and I, I, I I'm wondering as well uh, after this pandemic is over, which you know, again, we're we're hoping it will be. You know, I mean, there's vaccines coming out and everything, so we're hoping that eventually we'll get somewhat back to normal. I mean are you going to be touring are you do you have plans to be touring or anything like that
12: uh yeah, yeah, definitely. I there's a bunch of um a bunch of plans, but you know, as to when we can get them done, we don't know. We were I was gonna go play some stuff in uh, Europe and that, you know, got cancelled and kiboshed and then Asia and that obviously is kibosh. So, you know, we're just gonna have to play it by ear right now.
8: As we all as as we all have to play it by ear right now. So I know. That's, that's just the way it is right now. So I gotta ask, you know, how can people uh, stalk you
12: on social media? Um, stalk me. They can go to Nikki Lund Official on Instagram. And that's Nikki, N I K K I, Lund, L U N D Official on Instagram. Or you can go to One Nikki Lund on Twitter or One Nikki Lund on the number one and then Nikki Lund on Facebook.
8: You don't have a TikTok? Like, like every. No, you know, saying? I haven't
12: done the TikTok <laughs> thing yet. I need to do it. I, you know, I it, like you said, being home with my kid, I'm, I'm literally trying to manage, um, you know my music, my fashion, my kid, and other projects that I'm developing here. Hey, you so could,
8: you could go ahead and TikTok do a tutorial. TikTok I've
12: got to get on. Everyone keeps telling me, and I know I got to do it. I, I, mean, I got to th- do
8: it. You could easily go on TikTok and do a tutorial of this is how you steal Rice Krispie treats from your mom, kids. Yeah, and, kinkies, <laughs> and this is how you resell them to your neighbors. Oh
12: so. my god, <laughs> that's hilarious! <laughs> this is how you sell socks. This is so. how you sell
8: socks, especially right now during <laughs> the winter season. I know
12: right all the things bookmarks
8: exactly exactly well Nikki thank you so much I should have invented the pet rock right oh my god that would have been great (laughs) all the
12: things I came up with selling I should have invented the fucking hulu hey you could go ahead
8: and bring back the chia pet you know yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh you well, have
12: invented something like that by now right no kidding <laughs> so
8: <laughs> no, you know Oh, you could also bring back uh, you know uh, what is it um, uh, the, the sea monkeys
5: <laughs> yeah the sea monkeys
12: collect all of them collect all of them Same rice krispie treats there you go that'll be my next venture
8: there you go there you go, there you go. Well, Nikki, I mean, it was a pleasure. It's so much fun
0: having you on the Xander Effect. Thank you so much for Thank
8: stopping you. by.
12: Thank you, guys. I An mean,
0: absolute pleasure talking with you, Nikki.
12: Yeah, likewise. I'm so excited. I got to meet you guys, and we will all talk again soon. I'm sure.
8: I really, really hope that you decide to, you know, come on back to the Xander Effect. Would love to have you back on here again very soon.
12: Thank you. Appreciate it.
8: All right. Coming up next in sports, we have, uh, you know, we Anthony Davis decides to go ahead and stick around with the Lakers. We'll tell you for how much and for how long right here on The Xander Effect. You're listening to The Xander Effect. Oh, boy.
9: Say hello. Yadu Sad. Get on the floor, daddy, get on the Red one. Let me introduce you to
11: my party
9: people in the club. I'm loose, loose. And everybody knows I get off the chain. Niggas, the truth, the truth. I'm like inception, I play with your brains, so I don't sleep or snooze, I don't play no games, so don't, don't get it confused, no, cause you will lose, yeah. Now, now pump a pump a pump, a pump, a pump it up and back it up like a Tonka truck.
7: East to Africa. Africa.
11: Yo, what up? This is A B. Hey guys, this is Sean
0: Cannon. What's going on?
11: It's
3: Amanda Holly. Hey,
0: Jeremy Miller from Growing Pains here.
11: This is Maxim
3: Model Riley Sawyer. And you're listening. And you're listening. And you're listening to the Xander Effect.
6: Me atropella, me paso con esta, la otra, la amiga y aquella Y toditas son ellas, pero la que se crezca como te la vio la estrella yo. yo No estoy pa' compromisos ni pa' enamorarme Por fin salí de ti, quisiste desengañarme Ahora yo me disfruto la vida y perdona que así me despida Pero por donde mismo tú entraste, por ahí mismo encontrar la salida Ya no estás, voy a sufrir. ¿Te crees que porque ya no estás voy a morirme? Ahora es que yo voy a empezar a vivir. Todo me va mejor desde que tú te fuiste. Conozco tus malas intenciones, no me importan ni tus opiniones. Yo estoy bien sin ti, no te emociones. Que tú no me haces falta. Tú con lo mismo me hartas Si te jugas de las cartas mi ausencia resalta pues entonces tuviste que aprender chocando con la pared yo te di todo y de ti todo fue al revés ahora te duele cuando me des con dos o tres, si yo te aconseje pero baby esta vez yo estoy pa compromisos ni pa enamorarme por fin salí de ti quisiste desengañarme Ahora yo me disfruto la vida Y perdona que así me despida Pero por donde mismo tú entraste Por ahí mismo encontrar la salida ¿Te crees que porque ya no estás voy a sufrir? ¿Te crees que porque ya no estás voy a morirme? ahora es que yo voy a
8: J.P. Castillo's reemplazo right here on The Xander Effect. See how I do the, the R's? You, you notice? You notice? I got the thing going.
0: Trying to make people think, you know, you, you have some culture. Ouch. Ouch. That hurts a little bit.
8: That hurts a little bit. But anyways. Uh again, wanted to go ahead and give thanks to uh Nikki Lund for being on the Xander effect. Thank you so much for being on the show. That was a really fun interview, I gotta admit, man. She's
0: she's freaking hilarious. It absolutely was. That was a good one. She was she was a blast to talk to.
8: Totally, man. So I still I'm still not gonna get over the whole Rice Krispies treats thing. That was that was too damn funny. I could imagine her as a little girl like kind of sneaking in like her and her sister, the dynamic do just like kind of like all right, sneak here, here. Open the bag, put it in there. Put oh, it in that's there, put awesome. There. <laughs> Those,
0: I mean, they they were born hustlers. That is absolutely totally. so cool.
8: That's really awesome. I gotta admit that, that that was actually really like a really cool one about that interview. But yeah, really good music she's got going on right now. Make sure you guys go ahead and uh, and stay tuned for the release, and of course listen to her music uh, right here on the Xander Effect, and also on other platforms that she mentioned as well. And go ahead and follow her on social media. Uh, but yeah, man. Hopefully, we'll have her on again very soon. In sports, Los Angeles is freaking ecstatic right now because Anthony Davis has decided to formally uh, stay here with the Lakers uh, for 190 million dollars for a five-year contract. Uh, both him and King James are also sticking around in the Lakers. So, I mean, that's that's. I mean, we might be looking at another championship run here, uh, Jeremy. What do you think?
0: Uh, I think it's just like what we were talking about a couple weeks ago. I didn't see him leaving, and truthfully, if... We can get a little lucky with health and have no major injuries. I think we're the clear favorite. I think the Lakers are definitely the clear favorite for you know the championship next year. Now anything can happen, and I love that about the sport. But I think they're definitely going to be at the top of the league.
8: I mean, you got. I mean, you got to remember though. I mean, Steph Curry isn't far behind with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, he is coming back healthy. Uh, you know, I'm not so- saying he's not,
0: but his partner in crime just left. Mm. Clay Thompson true. just Clay left. Thompson's gone. Yep. So I'm not saying that Steph isn't amazing and that that team's not built well, but yeah, he just lost his his uh, his partner there. So uh, we'll have to see how effective they can be.
8: What chemistry he's gonna he's gonna have with uh, with uh, either uh, incoming teammates or the current teammates? That's gonna be kind of a tough one. I mean, damn, that's that's hard though. I mean, like he he was out all season and then the Come back, and his partner in crime is gone. That's that's a tough one for Steph Curry to be able to to. That's that's a tough obstacle for Steph Curry to go ahead and and uh, you know uh, get through on that one. But uh, and then we have you know we have the dynamic duo of, of Anthony Davis and and uh, you know LeBron James and the Lakers. That's going to be a tough one to go up against. So I guess uh, we'll see. But so far, again, you know Anthony Davis is sticking around with the Lakers, and it looks like. The year also includes an early termination option prior to the fifth year uh, of the deal in 2024-25, this according to ESPN's Rich Paul. So, I mean, there's still, I mean, I think that maybe that little uh, option in that deal might have had something to do with him sticking around, I think. I mean, am, am
0: I off with that? Well, I mean, a little bit. We talked about this a few episodes ago when it was reported that he really wasn't looking anywhere else. It was just a matter of deciding how long he was going to stay with us and how long he wanted to sign the contract.
8: True, true. And I think maybe uh, maybe LeBron James might have influenced it a little Your bit. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure he definitely influenced it, but it seemed that Davis wasn't going anywhere. He opted out to negotiate a deal with the Lakers. It was just a matter of deciding how long he wanted to tie himself here. So I I, I don't think it was as big of a factor. I think he decided five years is good with that option. He has the chance to leave or decide I'm going to be the face of this franchise for the next you know, five, 10 years after that. So it's a great deal for him i think the lakers are very happy and you know they did this deal a day after signing lebron to a two-year extension so obviously they have you know a plan moving forward well, I
8: mean I'm definitely looking forward to the new season starting with this uh dynamic duo. Looks like LA might be back on top again and hopefully we'll be able to not just I mean now now we, we tied the 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 championships with Boston, but it's gonna be great to go over that. That's gonna be like ha <laughs> ha I'm gonna love that every single minute of it. Can't stand Boston. <laughs> Can't stand the Celtics. That's
0: but a true Laker fan.
8: Oh yeah, I just yeah, not yeah. <laughs> you and I both, buddy. You and I both. So uh, looking forward to to definitely having uh, Anthony Davis stick around uh, with uh, LeBron James, and uh, you know now we got Gasol in there too. Let's see let's see how well how well he does with them. You know, could it be like brother like brother? I mean, that's that's you know that's still to be seen but uh, we'll, we'll figure all that stuff out when the season begins and in other sports news talking about LeBron James looks like he's been a little busy post uh, NBA season because it seems that, uh, that uh, he had to go ahead and block a trademark application that was filed by the Heat owners company. Um, as we all know LeBron James played for Miami Heat. And uh, brought them a championship, and also, uh, you know, with the Lakers, he beat Miami for the championship. So that's kind of funny. Uh, But uh, looks like the owner of of the Miami Heat uh, decided to place a trademark on the quote King James name, and it does that. That right there, it just doesn't. I don't. I just don't. King James is the actual name of a biblical uh, person. So. For them to try to own the name... Or the nickname, for that matter, doesn't make any sense if from from either side, in my opinion, because that's a biblical name. If anybody has a trademark on that, it would be the church, <laughs> you know, in my opinion. But uh, as it stands, as far as the nickname is concerned, um, you know, uh, uh, LeBron James decided to put a block on that, and uh, it seems that uh, that, uh, that 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 uh, it was the the cruise operator Carnival Cruise Line. They're the ones that the that are the owner uh, of uh, the Miami uh, Miami heat uh, decided to place that and according to the trademark lawyer Josh Girvin, uh he went ahead and placed a tweet posted a tweet saying quote LeBron James has blocked Carnival Cruise Lines attempt to register a trademark for King James. Carnival's trademark filing indicated it wanted to use King James as the name of a ship. LeBron filed a formal opposition to the application last week. Now my curiosity curiosity here is that it just seems like the owners of the Miami Heat are a little bit bitter because not only did did LeBron leave the Heat uh, you know, pretty much high and dry, but he also went ahead and beat the Heat this year with a brand new team. I mean, do you think that that maybe has something to do with them trying to cash in on that
0: trademark? I think it absolutely has to do with that. I think it's a pretty cheap and petty move, and there is no way that that was was just, oh, it's just a random name. We came up for the ship. BS, you own the Miami Heat. You're bitter. He left. It's that simple. It really is. Um, They're trying to stick it to him. And I think it's pretty petty, actually.
8: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think that that's... uh, I mean, because he... He he earned the nickname King James when he was with Cleveland. So if anybody should be really bitter, it should be Cleveland. If anybody would try to go ahead and try to like cash in on that trademark, it would be it would be Cleveland I would imagine.
0: Well, I mean you you'd think if anybody was trying to do that, but again, as much as people in Cleveland are a little bitter, he did bring them a championship you know, he... I don't know, he still means a lot to them. And for them to try and do something that petty, I think they'd get a lot of backlash. You so know, he, he was nothing but a hired gun for the Miami Heat. You know, they brought him in for the three or four years just to win a few championships. I don't think it was ever his plan to stick around, although they were hoping. Um, you know, I think it was a lot easier for them. He doesn't mean as much to that city as he does to Cleveland. True. And as we've talked about before I mean he still works you know in Cleveland doing philanthropy his charter schools that he started in Cleveland are there I mean he works with the communities he's still an icon whether he left the team or not
8: True true and I mean that's always that's always going to be right there it's like it's like you know pretty much you know Kobe's an icon to us here in Los Angeles so and he's going to always remain an icon regardless if Kobe would have gone anywhere else uh, he's he would have still remained an icon here in Los Angeles so I mean I get that I, I I completely as a basketball fan I understand that completely so I mean but yeah it's 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 for, for the Miami Heat to try to go ahead and cash in on that that's just that's just that's just that just seems like they were on the bitter train
0: all the yeah, way. it feels extremely petty that's all I can that's the only word that comes to mind
8: Well, I mean, glad to, glad to see that uh, LeBron was on top of it And he put a stop to it So there goes that idea In
0: other sports
8: news So, <laughs> Khabib Nurmagomedov Has been Asked the same question over and over again Whether or not he's going to come back Uh, Most recently he went ahead And basically when they asked Him about uh, Tony Ferguson and Conor McGregor uh, would he come back To fight either one of them he basically said, I choked both of them out. So I really don't need to fight them again. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, basically that's what he's, that's what his response was. He's like, he's I got a point. Yeah. He's, I, not, I, wrong. he's not wrong about that. <laughs> totally. And so, you know, he basically was like, yeah, there's really no point for me to come back. I already got them both. I really don't care about them, but there is an argument from, uh, from, uh, Rafael dos anos that basically the, the Brazilian, uh, uh, you know, a uh, mixed martial artist uh, went ahead and posted a video on his Instagram. And he posted a video, a very interesting video actually, where it shows him pu- having uh, Khabib in a guillotine. And in slow motion, you could see Khabib's right hand tap the mat. And the referees didn't see it, but he has the the footage of Khabib tapping on the mat once. He didn't tap like multiple times. He tapped once, and that is uh, is uh, is uh, Rafael dos is claim to fame that he almost got the undefeated. He almost broke that undefeated streak of uh, of Khabib, and he went ahead and he posted under underneath the the video. He posted uh, the caption quote. Khabib said he is not interested in finding Connor or Dustin as he choked both of them. He did not choke me. As a matter of fact, I got him snoring until a slipping rib saved him from going to sleep. He had a little going to sleep emoji. Uh, He beat me fair and square, but no one got closer to putting the champ out. My plan was to beat his brother and go after that neck again. That plan fell apart for reasons beyond my control, but I will keep sharpening my tools just in case he decides to come and come back and chooses me, so I mean that's that's a bold statement. He's definitely trying to bait Khabib into a fight, and uh, you know, according to the video, he's not wrong. He's definitely not wrong about that. I mean, he he beat him uh, via decision, via via unanimous decision, and this happened back in 20, 2014 uh, at the UFC on Fox Eleven Verdue versus Brown event. Uh, so this is this is this is a few years ago and you know granted, Khabib was still uh, green and he was still fresh in the, in the sport but uh, again he's not wrong I mean this could be something that that Khabib could be wanting to maybe come back and I don't know I don't know I mean what do you think what, what do you think in this whole situation?
0: I think it's a smart move on you know Raphael's part. Uh, If Khabib was to come back, this definitely would put him on his radar. But it also smacks a little bit of the whole bitch green Mike Tyson thing back in the 90s. Sorry, Mitch Green. Yeah, bitch green. But... He was a fighter who had beaten Mike Tyson back in the amateurs or the juniors or something like that and decided he was going to talk mad smack, Mm -hmm. mad smack. Well, not only did Tyson like knock him out in the streets because the guy cornered him outside the streets in like the Bronx or something like that, and he literally knocked him unconscious in a street fight, but then destroyed this guy in the ring. So what happened six years ago when someone was a newer fighter and was green and hadn't really perfected their game and didn't maybe know what kind of fighter they were going to be yet, that doesn't mean squat in the fight game.
8: True, true. That's very true. And it seems that um, MMAMania.com posted uh, this story, actually, with the headline saying Khabib tapped. Rafael Dosanios releases footage of Nurmagomedov snort quote, snoring during 2014 UFC fight. Looks like, um, looks like, uh, you know, RDA took a little bit of uh Of issue with the headline because he went ahead and responded to them saying quote it wasn't that it wasn't what I said in the post don't twist it I had a good position I hurt my ribs in the fight week I just said it could be a different story if we fight nowadays it was a close it it was a close but he didn't tap so he wanted to go ahead and put and definitely make that very clear that it would be a different story today Um, now whether it be a different story today as far as it going his way that is 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 yet to to is left to the imagination
0: i would imagine well i mean that's all we have at the moment i mean if if, if Kabib isn't gonna fight then that's all we get is you know is it possible we get the discussion of could it you know could raphael Win, But if we're not going to see it, it's all just speculative.
8: Yeah, I mean, but, but he, man, that would be a good fight to watch.
0: I well, like be- I said, it's smart on his part. It's good, you know, maneuvering in that he obviously sees that Khabib doesn't want to, has no real interest in fighting either of these other two. So if he does get the bug and decides he wants to come back, he's... Doing his best to put himself On Khabib's radar And that's that's a very smart business move On his part Because win, lo- win or lose That's going to be a payday for him
8: Very true And I'm curious to see What Khabib's response might be to this If he has any Because again Right now Khabib He's mainly focused Again you know He he mentioned that he wanted To be a farmer uh, He also mentioned about uh, Creating an MMA uh, For the Olympics Like he's actually pushing For for, to make MMA a sport In the Olympics as well So I mean there's there's definitely He's definitely focused on other things right now Instead of uh, Instead of fighting in the UFC Or in any promotion for that matter So at this point he's just Mainly staying focused with his promise To his father and for I, I, I think it's kind of unfair For a lot of these guys to be trying to bait him To come back I mean making a promise to a loved one That passed away is a pretty big deal for a lot of people and for them to try to bait him to come back for Dana white to to be in you know uh insinuating that he will come back that he's not gonna be gone that just seems very selfish
0: that in, well, my, in my opinion you and I have talked about this it's not shocking coming from dana white i mean as we've said he's definitely a a student of the vince mcmahon school of running you know a fight family but it does it just doesn't shock me he's always been after the dollar true but here's the thing it offends me more coming from him you know, as the other fighters. Coming from Dana White. Coming from Dana White. uh, Coming from the other fighters, it's just part of the game now. Mm -hmm. You know, it is. And they're just trying to position themselves the best they can for their careers. Here's the thing. Khabib does not seem to have that ego. He's very self-assured. He knows what he's accomplished. He knows he's still at the top of his game. And all these people trying to egg him on, they're not getting under his skin i mean they're not not at all as you've i mean his responses are yeah i killed you why would i why would i want to bother i mean he's very practical he's very practical but he's very self-assured you know he doesn't seem to have a lot of self doubt and i think that's what drives a lot of fighters who've quit to want to come back so I think these guys can talk as much as they want. I think it's rolling off his shoulders. Yeah. Unless one of them gets stupid enough to pull a Connor and start talking about his family. I don't see him losing his cool.
8: That's true. That's true. Especially if like one of these, one of these guys goes as far as to talk about his father. That's no, they get something...
0: stupid. He, he'll come back and kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that people saw what happened with Connor and when Connor crossed that line, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be that stupid again.
8: Dude, he lost it, man. That that I, like I said, that was definitely a fight that I was like, at the end of it, the the culmination at the end of it, I was like, oh man, there's a riot, shit's <laughs> going down. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. It was really really crazy. But yeah, like you said, you know, I mean, I and I think that Connor learned his lesson after that. He. Kind I think he kind of calmed down after that A little bit because I think He knows that he took it too far And this guy could have killed him If it wasn't for the ref pulling him off he could have killed him Mm -hmm. In that that Octagon and Connor knew it that's why I think when it was done it was It was a mixture of disappointment And I believe maybe it was a mixture Of concern that Okay maybe I went a little too far This guy guy really wanted to hurt me Mm -hmm. Uh, You know one thing is Sportsmanship another thing is really wanting to hurt somebody and that's where khabib
0: went oh Um, he absolutely did and you could see it but again it's a very cultural thing where he comes from you do not i mean we all talk about it you know don't fuck with my family what out here that's a lot of talk for the most part in back there it's not talk yeah you screw you with their kill. family they're gonna kill you, I yeah, mean, they're, you they're, they're, it's, it's 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 very serious so again I don't see any of this petty stuff getting under his skin it rolls off of him he knows he's better than them and what are they gonna say that is gonna change that
8: true true and uh, again you know we gotta wait to see if he responds but again I, I highly doubt he will and if he does like you said it's gonna be one of those very quick I still beat you though <laughs> It'll probably be one of those It was like yeah that's great that was That was what six years ago and I still beat you And I still won Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still won what's your point <laughs> you know, I think that that's probably gonna, gonna End up going to that To that uh, to that extent So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens Coming up next in video game news We're gonna talk a little bit about how You're able to find the Razor Razorcrest And uh, fight the Mandalorian In Fortnite we'll talk a little bit about that, but first, here is John Doe's ring right here on the Xander Effect.
2: Senorita, you know I've been looking for you all of my life, you know? and I just want, want to let you know that, uh, if you love me, you love me. If you tell don't me, love me, 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 you don't you know? hey, hey, some people say we don't need a body to lean on. I don't agree though. Uh-huh. Mamas have papas, and papas have mamas, and people need people. Uh, opposites equal. Uh-huh. A baby so little. Yep. There's a chapel somewhere on a hill in San Pedro Overlooking the Yoshi With the gazebo for a male and a female Hoping that he will to a face, to face, hand to hand, huh. yep. body to body, uh. and not through an email. Huh? Used to have problems with details. Yep. Now I know what you're wearing. Like yep. I've been working for women's retail. Yep. We going full ride. Why don't you fasten your seatbelt? We will never forget or never regret the stuff that we said as we walked in and out through the altar straight out the church into the caucus. It's an event. Marriage was meant a man and a woman. I gotta stand up for something. Head over heels, like I fell on the steps. My head is still spinning from tumbling. Man, I'm just rambling, huh? And they say I don't know nothing. Often. Maybe I'm done when it comes to Maybe I've been calling you. Hoping that you let me
9: through. open up the door. Maybe I can talk to
2: you. you, at? you and possibly you say I do. But You, you just let it ring,
4: ring, 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 ring. If you wear this ring, run, ring, 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 ring,
2: hey, ring. Hey. I'm assuming you love me me why don't you tell me i come when you call me there's something about you that plays with my heartbeat there's something about you that makes you feel like i'm melting no matter what you say nothing can stop me girl you can help me don't take a selfie without me tell me about you like there's nothing about me there's so much that you possess let me do your accounting huh what would you say if i was you wake you up from the job in the middle of the day in a helicopter some to a play, or an opera, right before we get there, yeah. some lobster, or a plate full of pasta, yeah. then I hug you, all i planet to surprise you, yeah. after the embrace, stand up in the place, get right up in your face, then I stop you, get on one knee so everyone can see, yeah. I'm in the posture, take it out my pocket, then I open a little box up, got that expression on your face like you just won an Oscar, could imagine my life without you. Maybe I've been calling you, hoping that you
4: let
2: me through, maybe I can talk, Possibly you
7: say I do, do, do. but you just let it
12: Love Hey, This is Duffy. You're listening. And you're listening. And you're listening. And
9: you're listening. And
12: you're listening to the Xander Effects. If I could write you a song to make you fall in
10: love, I would already have you I'm under my arm. I use the ball of my tricks. I hope that you like this, but you probably won't. You think you're cooler than me. You got designer shades just to hide. High brow, shoes on your feet, and you wear them around like it ain't shit, but you don't know the way that you look, when your steps make that much noise, I got you, all figured out, you need everyone's eyes just to feel safe.
4: high ground
10: switching your walk If you don't even look when you pass by But you don't know the way that you look When your steps do make that much noise I got you Down We all see You got your head in the cloud If I could write you a song To make you fall in love I would already have you But Under my arm I used the ball of my tricks I hope that you like this But you probably won't You think you're cool with me You got designer shades Just to hide your face And you wear them around like
8: was Mike Posner's cooler right here on the Xander fact in Video Game News looks like the Mandalorian has hit Fortnite as many players uh, can actually obtain uh, the Mandalorian skin. But just like on uh, Disney Plus, on the Disney Plus show, you got to go ahead and complete some quests in order to obtain the full uh, Beskar Kandar skin, uh, the type of armor comprised of Beskar pieces. And uh, it looks like you could find the first one by completing the Razor quest. So, I mean, you know, like Fortnite pretty much gives you a hint uh by uh by uh, you know you know having Mando ship uh the razor crest crash land somewhere on the battle royale map so but it's up to the player to go ahead and find it uh and you can check out the map you know that they the, that uh is included um, in uh in uh, on ign.com where they actually show the location of where, right around where the Razor Crest lands. So, I mean, that's pretty cool, though, that you're able to go ahead and get that skin. I'm telling you, though, it's hard for me to get into Fortnite. There's so, like, there's a lot of cool stuff that they include on Fortnite, but I just, I, you know. I'm thinking to myself I, I just I don't know I just can't get into it and, But this one This is actually kind of cool That they're doing These types of quests In order to Be able to obtain This type of uh, The the Mandalorian outfit Especially since right now Mandalorian is just Killing it on Disney Plus I can't wait for I still have to watch uh, Today's episode But last week Spoiler alert If you haven't heard it um, We found out Baby Yoda's real name So that was actually Pretty cool um, Spoiler alert For you too Jeremy Because I think You haven't seen the episode nope. either. <laughs> Sorry about that. I heard. I had already heard. Well, it was, on, it was everywhere pretty much. Um, but the episode is amazing. And uh, yeah, man, it's really cool that they are able to go ahead and include uh, the skin on Fortnite. So, I mean, that I, I don't know. That's pretty cool. What do you think?
0: I think a lot of the pop culture stuff that they add in is really cool. I think the fact that the majority of Fortnite gamers are young. And they're being introduced to more of this pop culture type stuff that maybe appeals more to us is very cool as well. Uh, as you said, it's not a game I've been able to get into, but I really like some of the more quirky things they do to bring some mainstream stuff to that game.
8: I mean, the game is pretty much just like PUBG and like uh, and like Apex Legends
0: as well. <laughs> I mean, they, they no, much- I've se- I've seen it. I know what the game. I just it's not one that. <laughs> It
8: doesn't appeal to me either Appeals Like It really doesn't me, really. Yeah, it doesn't appeal to me either I don't know why One game that does uh, Well, actually we, we were talking about this yesterday Is uh, Star Trek uh, the, the Star Trek game On the app On the tablets And stuff like that um, But, uh, you know In bringing that up really quick uh, It's just That game's such a pain in the ass And we talked about this yesterday About how long it takes To actually tear up in that game
0: Well, it's one of the problems uh, That most fans Or players Players of the uh, mobile games complain about is that it's one of the cash grab things these companies do. They make the grind so incredibly slow to level up equipment or characters or ships or whatever it is, and this goes for almost every game. They make the grind so frustrating and so long, they do that intentionally to get you to buy packs, Mm -hmm. to get you to buy things to speed it up and to make it easier. And it's one of the most frustrating things about mobile gaming.
8: Very true. I'm just happy that I have the ships that you don't.
0: Yeah, well you've been playing longer. I've barely been playing a month and I'm already caught I'm almost caught up to you. Yeah, whatever.
8: Whatever. We'll see we'll see until you get the the the, the Andorian ship that I have.
0: You know, you're talking a lot of shit for somebody who's looking to come over to our armada for protection, so <laughs> Did I mention I love you? <laughs> I'll bring you over to our sector and tell everybody to kill you. How about that? <laughs>
8: oh, that's that's very nice of you. That'd be pretty cruel, actually. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Especially since I get attacked every once in a while anyway by randoms. Oh, it's so annoying. Um, but anyways, but you you actually had uh, some other uh, you know interesting. It, it was it's obscure news, but it has to do with video games.
0: Yeah, we have our second kind of obscure story here, and yeah. It's- it's a video game story. So we have a PS5 story. A gentleman in Taiwan was able to purchase a PS5 for a relatively reduced price, A and the price has not been revealed, but he, of course, was thinking, you know, this has got to be too good to be true. I'm getting hustled, I'm getting suckered, whatever and it turns out when he met the guy <laughs> this guy was being forced to sell his brand new PS5 that he'd only played for a few days oh wow because his wife figured out it's not an air purifier like he told her <laughs> <laughs> Nice try, guy. Nice try. He knew she wouldn't let him spend the, you know, whatever $800 he spent because he overpaid for it. Oh, my Um, God. And yeah, she knew he knew she wouldn't allow him to spend that much. So he told her it was an air purifier and (laughs) she figured it out. Now, given a lot of there's been a lot of memes going around in Asia comparing the PS5 to an air purifier and they've been joking that it looks like one. So this guy apparently decided to capitalize on that and he might have gotten away with it for longer except a rat died in their apartment and she wondered (laughs) why this thing's not doing anything about the smell.
8: (laughs) (laughs) So, so, let me get this straight. A rat literally ratted him out yep. <laughs> for lack of a better word nope yep, that's the best way to say it <laughs> that's classic that is hilarious oh my god that guy must have been like damn rat ratted me out <laughs>
0: What I want to know is, what was he doing? Like staying up while she goes to sleep and sneaking out there and playing? I mean, I mean- if, if he lies to her about it be I mean he can't be playing it when she's around how is he enjoying this system or maybe under these circumstance
8: or maybe or maybe he has the old PS uh the the PS4 and is pretending that that's what he's playing
0: that is very possible cuz i mean well. maybe
8: maybe she doesn't know the difference of graphics or anything like that and he could easily say like if she does notice like maybe the 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 intro to the to when you start the game up or whatever he could say oh that's just a new DLC that's just a new download of the system mm-hmm. you know that's something else he could get away with as well so maybe he could have gotten away with that but man Dan talk about talk about you know having someone by the balls
0: literally <laughs> you know oh yeah I mean he, he done he done screwed up and uh, that's yeah so, yeah she made him sell it and apparently uh, sold it for a very good price too do, so we, know, do guy, we know the guy, price no it has not been released the story was actually reported to the news agencies by the gentleman who purchased it.
8: Well let that be a lesson to you gentlemen Don't screw your with your wife like that <laughs> The truth They always find out oh, yeah. <laughs> On that note that's the news In case you haven't heard it thank you so much for Listening uh, you know hopefully All of you will have a wonderful weekend uh, Shout out to Lonnie For uh, you know I mean hopefully that She's uh, she's doing well uh, You know uh, sorry that we couldn't have her Here today but uh, hopefully we'll have her here For the 100th episode that's coming up up very very soon we'll go ahead and give you know we'll post some details about that on our social media uh you know wanted to go ahead and thank our special guest nikki lund for being on the Xander effect thank you so much for being on the show nikki and uh looking forward to uh playing more of your music and having you back on here again very soon and i wanted to go ahead and give uh you know thanks to uh my wonderful co-host here mr jeremy miller jeremy thank you
0: so much for being on the show absolute pleasure man Everybody- Everybody have a great weekend.
8: Definitely, definitely. And uh, remember, we're still in the pandemic right now. So remember to uh, continue to wear your masks. Unfortunately, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, things are starting to spike right now. Uh, you know, uh, you know, cases are starting to spike right now. So please, please be safe. Uh, you know, especially right now during this winter season, it's getting cold out there. So please be safe as far as, you know, wearing your masks uh, when you go out, wear your gloves if you got them wear your goggles if you got them and remember to watch each other's backs we're all in this together uh, you know make sure you stay safe practice you know basic hygiene just stay safe not just for yourselves but for your loved ones that may be immunocompromised or for the elderly you know grandma grandpa you know mom dad whatever you know make sure that you're that you're safe for them as well and uh you know remember to just be safe in general and remember music always always heals all we'll see you Next time,
6: Yo yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
8: The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc., Sony Music The Orchard, and Ertlsman. In association with Art19 Media.